What's happening? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about recent sports betting news from coast to coast. If there's any new news in your area, we'll hit on that today. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Full day with Premier League 2, huh? A lot of soccer coming up today. Get me excited. Speaking of that, new show sponsor, Sportsbet MVP. If you guys are looking to get down any soccer bets for today, I highly recommend sportsbetmvp.ag. This week we've been talking about, you know, good sports books that you want to be a part of, good sports books that you want to add to your list of outs so you can shop around. And I highly recommend adding Sportsbet MVP to your list. They've got great lines, easy to use the uh, website. Get your money in easy, get your money out just as easy. And your first $25 bet is on the house. Online sportsbetmvp.ag. Give them a follow on Twitter as well at sportsbet underscore MVP. All right, so like we said, news from coast to coast in the world of sports betting over the last couple weeks. And, uh, I mean, it's good in some areas, not so good in other areas. Well, you guys want the good news or the bad news first? Okay, we'll start with the bad news. Heading over to the West Coast in California. So, due to COVID-19, the California government has apparently had their hands tied. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not accusing them of not being busy, but apparently they've been too busy to worry about these sports betting going on. Now, this is what the government has said. Ah, so much happening. Look, you guys, look, look at what's happening with COVID. We need to push this. We can't put it on the ballot in November of 2020 like it was initially planned to be on there. So, again, sports betting was going to be on the ballot in November 2020. There was plenty of time for legislation to get put in place and for this thing to pass in California. One of the biggest states in, the, in, in America, a lot of potential sports bettors. But that's being stopped and being barred. Now, if you don't, if you just kind of look at this from face value, read a couple headlines, move on, you may just think, okay, California's busy, COVID's happening, they're pushing this off. But when you do a little bit uh, of research and, and dive a little bit deeper, you'll see that what's going on here is this has a lot to do with the the twenty five Native American tribes that largely own, you know, the, the the majority of casinos or operate the majority of casinos in California. So I started looking up, you know, different things with Native American casinos and how long they've been there and certain things like that. And I understand I'm not going to go too political with this, right? That, you know, especially today's climate with everything that's going on. It's, it's, we don't really want to, we want to be sensitive. And by the way, I want to say this, with everything that's going on in today's climate, we, I, I fully support what's happening. Okay, I support it. Woo's Media backs it. Sharp Angle Podcast backs it. We, we are not anti-movement, right? Everything that's happening right now is happening for a good reason. So I don't want that to be lost when I'm talking about Native American casinos here. But, you know, it's it, it's it's true that these Native American tribes in, the, in these casinos in California, they have a lot of power over what happens with legislation. So a quote here from uh, this, this article is from the LA Times. Uh, this is from uh, the uh, California uh, Gaming Commission. The bottom line is California is uh, excuse me. The bottom line in California is that too many stakeholders in the state's gambling industry have too many existing high stakes conflicts to allow sports betting to move forward. If we can play a little translation game, what did that really mean? What that meant was the Native American tribes who largely control casino and, and gambling operations in California aren't down 
with sports betting because more people are going to be online doing this, less people going to their casinos. And uh, the bill was uh, going on in this uh, LA Times article. The bill was opposed by a coalition of the 25 Native American tribes we talked about earlier uh, that argue that legislation would allow competing uh, would allow competing card clubs to continue offering card games that the tribes say violate their exclusive compacts with the state. The tribes objected the bill would offer online sports betting, which members were connected, excuse me, which members were concerned could take businesses away from brick and mortar tribal casinos. So what's happening here is good old fashioned capitalism is doing its thing. And the Native American casinos are saying, hey, 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 guys, guys, we're going to lose business if this happens. Now, for those who know me, for those who listen to the show, I am pro-capitalism. I believe in the letting the best companies win. And I believe that if, if these casinos wanted to truly explore sports betting, they should just offer it themselves. But what's happening is these casinos that are currently established in California see this as such a big threat, they're just shutting it down. And now you may say, well, what do you mean, Tyler, just shutting it down? Do they really have that much power? <laughs> and I, I actually asked the same thing. I'm going, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. The tribes are controlling the California government. And then I did a little more research and things got interesting. In 2004, this same group, right, the same coalition of, of the Native American tribes spent $33 million <laughs> to defeat a ballot that would have allowed racetracks and card clubs to operate slot machines preventing the law that allows only slot machines being in the Native American casinos. Now, again, if it's just a simple issue that's being brought up by the, these casinos or they're, they're, they have a, a, a real cause for this, and again, the real cause to me would be they're running out of money. They don't have money. It's like their customers are legitimately being taken. Well, what's happening is these casinos are filthy, filthy rich, and they don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> We're talking millions and millions, if not billions, $100 billion. We're talking millions, if not billions of dollars being generated by these California Native American casinos. You don't think they can give up a tiny little piece of that? A teeny little piece? Native American tribes, this according to the LA Times article I was referring to earlier, Native American tribes have long been major players in Sacramento. Five of the biggest tribal donors pushing the initiative spent a total of $2.1 million on political contributions last year, as well as $1.1 million on lobbying state government. This money is all coming from Native American casinos. So the whole idea of feel bad for us, we're not getting any money, the big bad sports books are going to come take our revenue. Uh-uh, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit here. And you know who loses? It's the state of California, right? I mean, California's one of the biggest states in, in the United States of America. A lot of potential sports betting out there. And I agree with uh, 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 one of the representatives from the California Gaming Commission who said, quote, the failure to pass this legislation is the loss of the opportunity for the state to generate billions of dollars in revenues that are desperately needed for housing, homeless, healthcare, and emergency services. This could greatly benefit the state. This could greatly benefit the government, which the, the casinos are giving the middle finger to right now, not letting them operate at all. And so it's just interesting, and it's just kind of messed up that this much influence... And welcome to politics, right, folks? I mean, money talks. But 
it's just, it sucks for California residents because here's, here's what that means for you guys. Now, instead of November, November, 2020, which would have happened this year, would have been on the ballot in a couple months to be legalized. Probably would have been approved by November. All of you in California would have been betting by January. Well, now instead of that, they're pushing it off to next year, which means the earliest it can be on a ballot is November of 2020, which means based on all this happening, now in California, you all went from being able to sports bet legally in just a couple months to now the earliest it's looking is early is, is January 2023. So I just thought that that was something else, and uh, you know it's not not the best thing ever for uh, that much influence to, to be happening. And I, again, I think it's fair for me to say I did I, that was not meant to be a Native American thing at all. I mean, anything any agreements or anything that's set in place for, you know, that makes, that still makes sense today. We should look at that. We should give these Native American tribes the respect they deserve, the space they deserve, you know, whatever it is they're looking for, we should work with them. Absolutely. But for these tribes and casinos to put their foot down because of the simple fact they would lose business. Can you imagine if other things work like that? I mean, if, if, uh, can you imagine if a competing media company opened up in like Arkansas and I tried to get them shut down? I sent them a cease and desist. Why? Well, you guys may take listeners from our podcast. You guys may. That would never happen, right? But why it's allowed to happen in California because these laws that, it, that were written a long time ago give precedent to only, you know, slot machines, certain like that, certain things like that being in those casinos. So hopefully that changes. But right now, California, California. Uh, no betting till 2023. Legally. Must say that. Legally. All right, let's move on to the other side of the country, going from California to New Jersey. Uh, DraftKings is opening an online casino in New Jersey. This happened just, I think, yesterday or a couple days ago. Uh, now, it, it's uh, important to point out that in the United States of America, only two states are permitting uh, online casinos, New Jersey and Pennsylvania. So... It's right now not very common. I think that it's something everyone should look at because the casinos are really where you're going to make a lot of the money for most of these sports books or uh, online sports books. So I think it is a big deal for them to offer it. And they make a lot of revenue from it as well. Uh, what they're noticing is is in places like New Jersey, Pennsylvania, well, Pennsylvania specifically because it just opened in New Jersey. Um, over the last couple months, when there's been less and less sports to bet on, of course, they've seen the handles go up for certain things like different obscure soccer leagues or esports, things like that. But they've seen a huge in Pennsylvania, a huge influx in the casino betting. And I mean, not just an influx in the amount of people betting in the casino, but a spike in the revenue they were making because people lose more money, at least presumably more money on a higher, you know, kind of higher level in the casinos. So. Uh, that that's big news. I think that's going to open up the opportunity for other states to start doing that. Now, I don't love the idea of me just going in and, and playing blackjack with all the money I worked so hard to win in sports betting. You know, I mean, we sit there and we handicap these games for hours. You know, and and and, and you go so deep, and you finally make your bet. And if you win that money, you don't want to immediately turn it around and play. You know, online roulette or whatever. At least I don't. <laughs> I don't recommend it. But it's good to have an option, and it's good for the sports books to offer it as well. So that's happening in New Jersey, which is good news for the rest of the country. Also in New Jersey, uh, they're allowing 
people to be physically at the racetracks starting July 2nd. So that's just about a week away. Everyone will be allowed back at the racetracks in New Jersey. All right, let's move a little bit towards the middle of the country. Iowa news and Iowa sports betting, which it's we should note Iowa sports betting didn't get off to the hot start. All these other states did. I mean, you look at Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Colorado, uh, Alabama, New Mexico. They're just blowing up, man. So much betting. It's They allow it one day. The next day, they're huge handles on everything, right? Well, Iowa was a little bit different. Iowa was tentative, right? They're just dipping their toe in the water. I'm not so sure about this. But then, <laughs> once the NASCAR races started back up, man, that's really helping the Iowa handle. So, Iowa, we know this. And th- these next couple uh, kind of news topics are just going to be on what people are, are, are betting on in their areas. But yeah, it's just kind of kind of interesting. Iowa, a lot of NASCAR bets. And that's pretty much driving the entire sports betting market in Iowa. Uh, lots of NASCAR betting. But other news in Iowa is there may be a reason for that, right? As I just mentioned in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, even you know Colorado, there has been a decent amount of money coming in on betting on esports or betting on sports simulations. And Iowa, in what I deem to be typical Iowa fashion, uh, the Racing and Gaming Commissions of Iowa apparently doesn't like esports. The Iowa Racing and Gaming Commissions rejected a proposal by the Iowa Gaming Association to allow esports to be able to be bet on in the state. They say it's a conflict of interest with what's going on currently with the state's laws. And again, kind of like the casinos earlier that we were talking about, I I dove in, did a little bit of research, and come to find out the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission is a committee of five people, which we all know, if you want really important things to be done, just get five people in a room and they'll be able to make the decisions for an entire state. But I digress. Those five people think that esports does not line up with the Iowa definition of what gambling should be. So Iowa shutting down esports, shutting down betting on sports simulations, and uh, that's not going to come up for a couple years. That's getting shut down pretty staunchly. And uh, at least from what I found, no real momentum to get that thing back in Iowa. So esports, goodbye. No betting on that in Iowa. And Alabama news. We'll wrap up today with uh, some Alabama news. Now, things have been growing and uh, progressing pretty well with Alabama sports betting. But it's funny, uh, from a couple sources who I talked to, because you can kind of see where this money is going from sport to sport. Uh, We talked about uh, Iowa, a lot of that money going to NASCAR. There have not been more futures and college football bets made at this point in the year than in Alabama. I'm pretty sure they just don't know what else to bet on. It's like, ah. Alabama, Auburn football, and then that, 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 that's pretty much it. So uh, a, lot, a lot of futures coming in for uh, uh, college football in, in Alabama. And so I started looking, and I'm like, well, what could they be betting on? Like, what would the main bet be? And I see a nice little juicy one right here. I thought I'd kind of give out to wrap up the show today. Alabama freshman, uh, freshman quarterback Bryce Young is 40-1 to 1 to win the Heisman. And, I mean, if you look at other players and things like that, pretty good odds. I mean, Justin Fields is 3-1. to one. Trevor Lawrence, 3.5-1. to one. Uh, Derek King, 12-1. to one. Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma, 10-1. to 40-1 to one for a freshman like Bryce Young, who seems like he can do it all. He's fast. He's got a great arm. I mean, certainly a dual-threat quarterback. He's like a right-handed Tua Tunga Viola. And I know... 
big comparison to make, but would you really put it past Alabama to get another guy like that? So at 40 to 1, I don't think Bryce Young's the worst bet ever. Maybe I'll jump on the Alabama bandwagon, start making some college football futures. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, 40 to 1, it's worth it. It's not a bad bet. A $50 bet, what does that get you? 40 to 1, two grand? Come on now, folks. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck if you got anything going today in the Premier League. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.